ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. We are currently in our series going through the book of Psalms, where our pastors will dive deeper into some of these important scriptures rooted in worship of our God. If you enjoy this podcast, church, please share with your friends and family. All right. Thank you for joining me today. Today on the podcast, I have Devon, Britt, and our special guest is Chris, the drummer. He's back. He's back in action. Chris, Chris, you uh, had an injury, didn't you, that uh, kind of set you back a little bit. About about 11 weeks. Is this your your first time back? Yes, it is. Nice. And you're doing everything. He's doing everything today. (laughs) So what happened to you? Uh, Achilles tendon surgery. Uh, They had to detach it and fix the heel bone and then reattach the tendon with some anchors. Did that make anybody else's stomach hurt? Show some pictures. It's okay. No, 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 no. Anchors and no, no, no. That's for the water. I was unconscious for it, so I I don't know. (laughs) So 11 weeks out, and uh, how was the recovery process, and how is it being back? Uh, It feels amazing to be back for so many reasons. It's it's one thing to worship at the congregation. That is a certain kind of special, but then whenever you've been given a gift, whether it's teaching or worship or production, whatever it is, when you get to do that, Mm -hmm. the thing you're called to do, it's just there's a special feeling to it. Mm -hmm. So I very much missed it. And you said today was your first day back? Today was my first day back. Awesome, dude. Was it your right foot left foot? Uh, Left foot, so So luckily it wasn't too active. No. The funny part was I was okay. fine for the whole set, but I couldn't get off stage. So Devon had to help me down. Like, oh. help me off stage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put all that weight on my foot. Oh, that's, that's nice, Devon. Good job, guys. It's me. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> uh, but we're glad to have you back on the podcast as Thank well. I uh, think you're just becoming a regular on here. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate Amen. it. I always love to get your thoughts. But um, so Pastor Freddie gave us the sermon today. We are continuing in our sermon series going through the book of Psalms and uh, kind of going into the royal Psalms today. Uh, and one of the, the things that he said is uh, God is calling the believers to understand and apply the Psalms because these hymns and prayers tell us how to transpose the seasons of our lives into songs of worship. Mm. And I think that's just a good place to start of, you know, when we're trying to wrap our head around these these Psalms and, you know, what's the purpose and, you know, they help us express our our feelings, experiences through this this biblical text, and it's it's good to go back through different seasons, different things that are going on in our, our life um, that help us to kind of uh, take a grasp and and understand you know what's going on in our lives a little mm. bit more. Um, so the first thing, kind of going into the the royal psalms, uh, kind of that concept of you know Jesus is is king; he's the king of of kings, and then also, you know, in some of the royal psalms, they they go into the the leader of that time. And I, I wanted to ask you guys, just kind of throwing it out there: uh, uh, we don't have a king or of our country, but we do have like a president. Uh, does the royal psalms give us a direction and how we're supposed to pray for our leaders? Mm. Oh, we gonna all go quiet like that? Oh, I'm so sorry. I was. I saw you. I thought you were about to say something. So I was, but no, I'm you not. Go, or you go. Oh. oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say, man. I mean, as far as the direction of it, I, I think they do, and I think it's important that we have to do. I think we get so caught up in our own opinions politically. We get caught up in our own opinions um, of how our country should be run, and we lose this. We lose sight of the fact that. Hey, it don't matter who's running the country. God's still in control. I think authority so, still comes for from me. Yes, that's I, I totally agree. Right. I completely say the same thing. It 
the Psalms teaches us that God is reigning, that right. he's in control, exactly. that, he's, that it is his majesty that we are supposed to be focused on no matter what is going on around us, uh, no matter what we're facing even politically mm-hmm. or, you know, in our nation as far as laws are being made and changed and all that, God is reigning. He is, he is the king of kings, so he is above it all. He's majestic in right. his majesty. So, and, and we get so upset, right, about certain things, mm-hmm. but it's like, do you think God's surprised by this? He's not surprised at all by what's going on. He knows what's going on. Like we don't have to get so upset and so, and cling to our emotion that way. Like our our God, he's got it. He knows what's going on. Right. When we read that line in um, Psalms 93, when he says his, his throne was established long ago, Mm -hmm. he, 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 he's already, he's already there. He's been on the throne the whole time. So he, and he knew it was coming. This didn't catch him by surprise. Nothing catches him by surprise. I love Freddie mentioned that too. He's like, where are the Babylonians? Where are the His throne's been established through all types yes. of rain. He's going to be established after all types of rain. Like it, it's he's got we we all right. We going to be all right. Yeah. We going to be all right. Kendra. Okay, okay. I love it. Uh, but yeah, what one of the things that I've I've heard before on a different podcast was that, you know, Christians should be the most relaxed on the eve of election night. And so I think that's just like just one of those things that just puts us in perspective of like if we're the most, you know, anxious the the eve before election, I feel like that, that we're putting our, our trust in something yeah. else. And so mm-hmm. whether no it doesn't matter what side you're on, but if it, you know, if if we don't have that calm, that peace over us, um, I think that we should, you know, reevaluate a little bit. Yeah, that's so um, good. But I completely agree. I would for me I've I've tr- transitioned from, you know, who's in power now is to God, who are you allowing to be in power now? Oof, that's it's, good. <laughs> I mean, we have to put it in perspective, right? He's right. the one allowing it to happen. Right. And so if we put it in that perspective, that, that actually should calm us down. Like you just said, we shouldn't be mm-hmm. in an uproar about it. Right. We, it should calm us down knowing that he's still in control. Mm-hmm. Along with that, it really kind of shows you where your own faith is. Because if you claim that I trust God with every single part of my life, that includes whoever he puts in charge of the country which you are living in. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on. Yes. <laughs> uh, Self-reflection, which is not right. always easy, but it's, it's true. <laughs> Uh, go, uh, Devon, can you can you read the the scripture that uh, Freddie referenced today? Sure, Psalms ninety three. I am reading from the NIV. The Lord reigns; He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. Indeed, the world is established, firm and secure. Your throne was established long ago. You are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up, Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves, mightier than the thunder of the greater waves. Mightier than the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. Your statues, Lord, stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days. All right, I want you to do it again, but I want you to sing it this time, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but no, that's, that's a, a very powerful scripture there. And yeah. so, um, you know, when, when reading through that, the first th- uh, point that Freddie made here was, you know, God reigns or God is king despite our sufferings. And, you know, when he talks through the, the waves and kind of going through those times, how can we remember God is reigning in our lives when, when we suffer? We know it's coming. We know that there are going to be suffering in our lives. How can we, we know, how can we keep that um, perspective that God is in control when we're going through those times? Sure. And for me, he even mentioned something, how we can do that. He said, help me understand why I'm going through suffering he has a purpose for your suffering. And and the one thing I always go back to when it comes to suffering is any time in my life that I've went through suffering and I may have, have leaned into Jesus and, and maybe not right at first, there's times where I haven't right at first leaned into Jesus. But when I lean into Jesus, he carries me through it. I 
always in the future come into contact with someone. Once I'm healed and reconciled and I'm on my way, I always come into contact with someone that's going through that same situation. And it's like, oh, now I can help yeah. them. I can give them advice. I can t- I can encourage them, build them up for how I was able to handle it by by leaning into Jesus. And I think that's an incredible, I mean, that's, I say it all the time. He's going to take your test and make it a testimony. <laughs> if you, if you rely on him and you and you stay uh, in your word and you stay in his presence, like he will do that for you. And that, that why though, I feel like comes sometimes years down oh, the road. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's one thing to, you know, say like, you know, I, I after it, it's like, you can look back on mm-hmm. it and say like, this is why, but it's hard when you're going during, through it, when, when you're yes. during it and, yes. you know, having that perspective, is there any, any, tips or tricks that you guys have as far as, you know, how to stay focused on that during, during the storm? Is there anything? I think that's just very difficult to, (laughs) to say these are the tips or tricks. I think it just comes with time and knowing that God is, that, that God is powerful. He's in control. Um, just remembering that from time to time to time to time, because we can all make a choice not to trust him. Mm -hmm. We can all make a choice not to follow him. We can all make those choices, but if we can, settle and take a look back and see what he's done knowing that it couldn't it couldn't have been anyone else but him mm-hmm. we would i think that the more we do that i think it's the more that it'll be it'll the easier it'll be um recently my family suffered loss and mm-hmm. you know i was struggling with that decision you know yeah. god how do you you know you allowed this you know just going through that and i had finally kind of brought it to myself that i have nothing else but mm-hmm. you um, and even the hurt was still going on. I remember walking into the office here for the first time and um, I talked to our pastor about it. And he, you know, I was like, I've just made that decision that I'm going to trust him. Mm. And Pastor Tom, being our classic Pastor Tom says, well, what else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> right. But that was the truth. Well, what else am I going right. to do? What else has it been? It's been him the whole time. Yeah. It's been him the whole time. It, our tragedy did not catch him by surprise. Our tragedy did not uh, did not derail him. Did not derail mm-hmm. his throne. Um, he he was there, and seeing his pockets of grace, you know, during that time, was so powerful mm-hmm. for me. So powerful for my family. He still shows up, even though you're in the middle of hurt. He yeah. still shows up, even though the wind is blowing. He still shows up, even though the flood seems like it's going to overtake. He mm-hmm. still shows up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Something else too, this might take a moment, but I'll try to get through it pretty quick. Um, Something amazing is how it's natural for us to focus, especially with the way sometimes the word in certain translations is translated, the focus on how is it going to grow me when I'm going through suffering. What's amazing is when you're on the other end of it, how you can see God had allowed you to go through the suffering because you can speak to so many other people. Um, For myself, I just kind of hit a unique milestone in my life where I'm 42 years old. My son, uh, Noah, it just turned 14 a couple days ago. When I was 14, I lost my dad in a car accident, and he was 42 years old. So I just had to hit um, this time right now where I realized I'm now doing this from scratch. And for all my youth, it was so upsetting. It was so frustrating. I said, why don't I have like a father figure in my life? Like I had all this anger I held on to for a long time. But when I finally grew in my own relationship with God, it was amazing to see how he impacted me the days he was alive. Mm-hmm. And now what's amazing is that so showed good. me at the other end of the suffering, there are a lot of people who are going through things like that. I also had gone through a divorce about nine years ago. And there are a lot of people in our world who unfortunately have gone through that. Yeah. And to see how God will sometimes use your suffering to speak to so many people, especially that don't know him, 
that are going through something similar. I don't even know if there's words to describe that when God chooses to use you in those situations to speak to people, Mm -hmm. to give them hope when they can look at you and say, you're definitely not perfect, but you're still here. You're still smiling somehow. Mm -hmm. You still seem to have joy and you get that chance to share the gospel and share that it was God who allowed me to go through it because now I can see that I can walk alongside those who are also going through that. Amen. We we were able to do a funeral for a family um, back in April and I was responsible with bringing the message for that family in. I was, I was in the middle of hurt, right? I was right in the middle of hurt. And I'm, I'm speaking at a funeral, like, man, what am I going to be able to give these people? What, what in the world am I going to be able to give these people? You know what? I don't even remember what I said, but the family wrote a card a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and thanked me and how that word just went further mm. and how it spread. He will use what he wants, when he wants, how he can, right? As long as you're available. I have no idea how he did it, but he did it. He did it. So trusting in him is, I think, just a, we have to go beyond ourselves because if we just look at what we see, we look at the circumstances that surround us, we won't. But if we just make that choice, and I think we have to be intentional with that choice. I don't, I, there isn't a magic thing that we can do. I think it's just seriously uh, the decision that yeah. we have to make to trust him. Yeah, we were, we, I was actually before, like literally before I walked in this room to do this podcast, I was talking about, talking to Sue Walker, your mother-in-law, Eric, and uh, talking about how worship is a choice. Mm-hmm. Worship is a choice. You may feel great and the choice is easy, but when you're, when you are going through those valleys, the choice is hard. But if you say just, he mentioned Job, when you say just like Job, you give and you take away, I'm going to worship when I'm hurting. I'm going to worship when I'm great. I'm going to worship no matter what. God honors that when you make the decision that even though I don't feel like it, even though I'm angry, even though I'm hurting, even Mm. though I'm sad, I'm going to give you the glory for what you're going to do, for what you've already done. And it is yours. You're in control. He honors that man. And it's like, we we see that over and over and over through the, through scripture and through people in this church that have done that. Yeah. Pastor Freddie talked about um, those songs that we sing during those times, Mm. right? This particular song, it's, it's by Mercy Me. And it's called, Even If I Remember, like, really enduring uh, this time. The first verse, I'll read, two, I'll read two different parts, so just bear with me. The first one says, um, they say sometimes you win some and sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Mm. I've stood on the stage night after night reminding the broken it'll be all right. But right now, or right now, I just can't. Mm. The second part that I want to bring out of this song, it says, um, they say it only takes a little faith to move a mountain. Well, good thing. A little faith is all I have right now. Mm. But God, wow. when you choose to leave mountains unmovable, oh, give me the strength to be able to sing it is well with my soul. Oh, so good. It's a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a choice. I think we're finding, finding out over and over and over again, it's a choice. It's a choice to trust him. It's a choice to believe in him. It's a choice to place our hope in him. Mm. That's where our faith is. That's so good. So good. <clears throat> yeah. And... Just hearing you guys talk through those different, you know, sufferings and, um, you know, instances, I, th- I think uh, a key thing to consider for those that are going through current suffering is to is to stay connected, is to stay showing up with the congregation, with your, your community as well, because that is how, you know, Very people important. that have been through it, you know, can can minister to you as well. And, Very you know, if you're, if you're, you know, going off on your own and say, staying, you know, trying to do it on your own, that it's just such a hard battle to, to go around. Yeah. And so, 
just connecting with. And I know, you know, it's, it's not my tendency. If, if I'm going through su- suffering, I just want to be, you know, be a recluse. I'm like, I'm just sure. going to go off for a while. I'll come back when I'm ready. When, yeah. Once, once I feel ready to, you know, worship, once I feel ready to get back to the community, you know, serve, I'll come back. But that's the wrong way to, to view it. That's the wrong way to, you know, go around it. And uh, one thing that Pastor Freddie said is that the only way to understand the Psalms is on your knees. The whole congrega- congregation praying the words of the songs with all its strength. And I think that's something that, you know, I struggle with to do, but I think it's like such a, you when you find somebody that, that suffers with you, that's able to mourn with you, that's such a, you know, a skill and I don't know, blessing that that, that person has because my, my tendency is to be like, all right, what's going on? Let's try to fix it. What, what, have, you know, yeah. what, what, what are we going to do? So you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's do those three things and then we'll, you know, come back in a week, right. like kind of thing, yeah. you know, but the people that are able to mourn with you when you're going through that, oh, that's, that's just as powerful. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what, you know, we're called to do. I totally agree. Um, through our mourning process, and we're def- still definitely in that process, mm. Pastor Tom and Sue Walker showed up. Mm. When I say they showed up, they showed up. Just them being there mm. made the world of a difference. My family was hurting. I, w- I wasn't local, right? So I'm all the way in Indiana dealing with this and dealing with the situation, but walking into the church and seeing my pastor and his wife standing there amongst the rest of my community that they were not a part of made things so much better, so much better for us, from our whole family. My family watches uh, our, our services. So, some of them saw Pastor Tom, like, treated him like he was a celebrity. Like, they were like, oh, my God, that's People the pastor. It was, it was, but it, just them being there, just them being there. How God used Sue Walker? Oh, my God. Thank you. How he used her, how he used our pastor during mm-hmm. that time, just, man, amazing to have. So to have people there, you're absolutely right. When we want to go recluse, we, we want to just lay low, it's the wrong thing to Gotta do. Got to fight that. <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I think remembering, we're in the royal Psalms, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remembering that God is over it all. When we think about royalty, what do we think about? What I mean, what what is your thoughts? I for me, it's sovereignty. What what he says or what she says goes. Sure. Right. So when I think when I think about that, putting that together, the royal psalm, right? He is over it all. He reigns. He reigns supreme. There is nothing that can beat his word. There is nothing that can that can outdo his word. What he says goes. And God makes us certain promises. Mm-hmm. There are certain promises that he makes. So as long as we stay in that, I think we're good. But it again it comes down to a choice. First one that comes to mind, one of the promises, I will not leave you nor forsake you, man. Yeah. And it's like, and that is so, it's powerful in and of itself. But when you're in that suffering time and that yeah. mourning time. Whew, and Pastor yeah. Freddie hit that, right? It's yeah. not, it, it's not, you know, if those times comes, it's when those when times come. Right? It's not going to be a happy movie. I love like the way he got the congregation of all. So what's next? The wind. What's next? The floods. What's next? You know, it's going to happen. Right. It's right. going to happen. Everyone, it's going to touch your home. Your, your home is not. You know, it's what's what? I, what do I want to say right here, Eric? Your home is not what it's. Come on, Eric. You're supposed to finish my thought. <laughs> this is my homie, my <laughs> boy, right here. Just okay, that's okay. Okay, you're you're not. Uh, come on, people. Y'all know the word I'm trying to say. That's okay. Y'all still just looking at me. Y'all not gonna say what it is. <laughs> Wait, we'll come back. Start to it you. again. Start it again. No, it's a, it's so you're not exempt. 
Exempt. They're exempt. Yeah. There we go. Exempt. Wow, that's okay. Right. That's okay. Okay, good. We got that out. Right. <laughs> we got it out. Anyway, we we, we got to leave um, that in too. We struggle too sometimes. That's right. I, <laughs> yeah. um, so going through, um, you know, Pastor Fer, uh, Freddie's sermon, uh, you know, he goes into conforming to God's decrees amidst the suffering. You know, one thing that comes to mind and that we kind of just reference there is uh, Im- imagery that comes to mind for me is that anchor in the storm. You know, what are we having that's anchoring us? You know, those you know, those promises, like you you just said there, Britt, what are we holding to when we know those storm- storms are coming through? And, you know, I, I liked that he referenced to the, you know, temporal suffering versus <sighs> eternal glory. And so mm. all suffering is going to be temporal. And I feel like that is just such like a a promise to hold on to, you yeah. know, if, as long as we cling to Jesus, as long we're, as we're clinging to his word and, um, you know, that, that's something just to, to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, in, you know, is there anything else that comes to mind, you know, in, in that point there kind of holding those truths, um, firm? Uh, it, it was, I think it goes along well with this. It, it's kind of what he said towards the beginning. It was actually the quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who's, You've never read Dietrich Bonhoeffer. You got to. He's he's incredible. Um, but he mentioned uh, the only way to understand these psalms is on our knees. Mm-hmm. Is on your knees praying through these psalms, worshiping through these psalms, and I think that's what helps me cling to these promises and cling, especially in those moments, is to read through what God's word says, especially about suffering and about. Uh, trials and tribulations and cling to that and not only cling to it and read it and say, Oh, sure. I believe that pray it, worship Mm -hmm. it, use that as your prayer. And there's sometimes in my life where prayer just flows out. It just comes. I know what to pray. I know. And then there's other times in the past couple of months actually have been one of those seasons where I'll be praying and I'm like, all right, what else do I pray for? I'm kind of, my list is is, is over. Like I'm struggling to find the words and it's like, all right, turn to scripture. What, what, what in scripture can we pray? What can we, scripture is, gives us so much good to pray and to worship. And, and so that's, I love that quote. The only way to understand these Psalms is on your knees. And he mm-hmm. even practiced he with did. us, right? He I loved that. Me. When he was doing that, um, I put up the scripture so I can just read it to you real quick. When he was saying do that, I often go to the scripture whenever I'm facing something. Second Corinthians four sixteen. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Yeah. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Wow. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Boom. Confirmation of what Pastor Freddie said today. That's right. Temporal verse, verse eternal. Yes, it does not last forever. So good. Amen. So <laughs> I think that, you know, that that's just, you know, something just to, to keep, keep your mind wrapped around just to continue to, to look through these Psalms, to continue to, you know, truth through them, to pray them, to dive more into them. Um, but just remember that, you know, suffering is, is part of, of life and, you know, we're not going to escape suffering. And so, you know, help to, you know, prepare yourself for those times and, you know, cling to one another, help people go through it when they're going through it. And, um, yeah, that's the main thing, but any, any closing thoughts that any of you have? Just as we lead our Psalms, right? We're think we're talking about songs. Songs are there for a season. They're there for a reason where you're in worship for a reason. You're binding together as a congregation, singing these songs to Christ. So remember these songs, these songs, sing these songs that, that we've sang in worship today, 
all the songs that we that that uh, make you dive into worship. Sing those songs. Sing them and sing them loud. Sing them proud. Because when those times do come, those will hit your heart, and you remember every word from just out of nowhere. You don't even know why you remember them, but let those songs penetrate. Because when God will choose when to use them, mm-hmm. and like you said, bind together. We need to be together. Yeah. I would close it with this, and I'll turn it over to you, Chris. Um, uh, we talk about he talked about life. If you're following Jesus, is not just a happy, happy, all happy movie all the way through. Mm-hmm. He de- Jesus does says, "My yoke is easy, my burden is light." Right? But then we turn to Paul in Romans. He says, "Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom have gained." Uh, we have gained access by faith into his grace, which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. This is the next part. Not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So yes, the yoke is easy and the burden is light, but we will suffer. But what that means is when we are clinging to Jesus, he takes that burden on himself and he will carry you through that. And you Amen. will produce perseverance and, and perseverance, character and character, hope. And I'll leave you with that. That's, that's what I have to say. That's good. I don't know if I can follow that. Oh, uh, <laughs> two, two thoughts real quick. One of them is I believe as human beings, we're very visual creatures. And that's what I love about Psalms is they often um, go ahead and try to give you visuals. And right here in Psalm 93, again, the NIV version, when you think about this, especially if you live in Florida, if you've ever seen a YouTube video of a horrible storm, a hurricane, a tsunami, anything, Mm -hmm. the seas have lifted up, Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves, Mm -hmm. mightier than the thunder of the great waters, mightier than the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. I think sometimes we need that kind of reminder of whenever we we tend to think, well, God, I know you've done this for me, but this is just way too big. I, I don't see how there's any kind of solution to this. Um, if you haven't in a while, go just go and find a video of just a horrible storm, mm. huge waves, loud breaking waves that just seem so enormous and just beyond measure and Think about this psalm, read it to yourself, sing it to yourself, let it sink in your heart that Jesus is mightier than that. God mm-hmm. is mightier than the pounding waves. And the last thought I had is we mentioned earlier, um, when you're praying, how sometimes you kind of just don't know what to pray for, yeah. but how important it is to know that everything you've gone through that you consider suffering, the Lord will use for good for others. So yeah. ask the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. put someone on my heart who's That's going so through good. what I've gone through. Please show me, because you're not always going to see it. If you just look at it yourself, you yeah. sometimes need to ask the Holy Spirit, please put someone on my heart that I can go reach out to. If you haven't seen someone in church in a while, give them a call, give them uh, a text, ten. give them something. Say, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Just want to check in and see how you're doing, man. Mm-hmm. And just do that and reach out because the church is how God yeah. often gets us through these things. That's so good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, to, uh, next week, we will go into the next um sermon series or next uh, part of the sermon series going through the book of Psalms. But until then, have a great week. Love y'all.